and welcome to Rantemeister's home of the rantiest banter this side of the Burj Khalifa. No, I don't know why I said that either. Uh, <laughs> I'm Ben, I'm your host, and I'm back again with another episode. Uh, it's good to be back in the swing of things and just getting some things off my chest. The last episode was a bit of a a mess, but it was my first one back after quite a while. First solo one for a long time. I can't even remember the last time I did a solo one. So it was good to get that one done. And if you kept up with it and you understood what was going well done. Uh, bravo. I think you deserve some sort of medal for just understanding how my brain was totally fried, really. I sent a, uh, I've sent some, some feeders out for people to send in some of their own rants, which could be read out or played out if you want to send voice messages. That's not a problem. But this episode, again, is just basically going to be me ranting about things that have wound me up this week. It's not been hard to find things that have wound me up. It's been quite easy. Very easy, in fact. So we should really get started. I should really get started. I'm so used on this podcast to be saying we, because obviously James was here as a co-host. And now it's just me, the the, the potato. The, I think I said last time, the last potato in the sack. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but let's let's just take it from a purely not literal state, shall we? I think that's probably the best bit. On the last episode, I mentioned about uh, the dart prodigy that is Luke Littler. Totally forgot to mention two of the things that I've written down. One was his love of kebabs. What a lad! Can't go wrong with a kebab. I didn't. I didn't have them until quite later on in my years. I was deprived of the kebab growing up. And it wasn't until I met my wife that I started having kebabs. Genius. Genius. Up there with a the chippy in terms of a cheapish takeaway. Oh, there you go. That's a controversial viewpoint, probably. His love of kebabs. But I was talking about the people sort of giving him abuse from the media and, and online and stuff. It turned out that his girlfriend is five years older than him. So his girlfriend's 21. And she was getting all sorts of abuse for cradle snatching and all this sort of stuff. The thing is, right, if they stayed together for 20, 30 years, whatever, it's, no one's going to talk about the age difference. Because he'll be, you know, 30, 35, and she'll be the 40s. And everything, oh, that's right. It baffles me that people moan about it. Love is love, man. Oh, I won't get onto that in this show. I don't want to get cancelled this early into the next one. And he just seems like a stand-up kid. And now he's on the European Darts Premier League, whatever it is. Absolutely well played to you, sir. Well played. And you shouldn't have to justify your age to people. It's ridiculous. So, on to my rants. And as I said, it's not been difficult for me to find things to moan about this time, this week. The first one is uh, The Sun. <laughs> quite simple not the newspaper the actual ball of fire in the sky now it's winter we don't see the sun an awful lot during the day but when i am driving to work it's got to that point in the year now where when i come on to the the a road that i used to travel to work the sun is so freaking low i can't see shit i don't need retinas clearly and then you don't know if traffic's coming for all you know, there could be nothing behind you. There could be uh, an HGV behind you. I mean, you'll find out soon enough when you wake up in some sort of 
withered mess. I just, I hate it. I hate it. I mean, let's face it, there's only so much that those sun visors can really do. I mean, they, they, they do their best. I mean, if there was a car accessory that earned the at least you tried sort of award, I think the sun visors would be it. And then I go on YouTube or TikTok or whatever, and you see these life hacks. I mean, the, 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 my favourite is the what? No way guy. And if you know, you know. And on one of his videos, the sun visor, it can go to the side, but then it can extend as well. Yeah, you can't get that over here. It's disappointing. Very disappointing. But they're just, a, they're just, a, the sun visors, they're just a flap. And you shouldn't want to trust your safety to a flap. <laughs> That's made me laugh. <laughs> I, I don't say these things intentionally, believe it or not. I don't say it for the sake of the title. These just come out of my mouth when I don't know really what I'm talking about. And now I've just put all my safety in a flap. Oh dear. And the sun disappears. I mean, at the moment, it's January. The sun disappears very quickly. It's usually dark when I wake up. And it's dark when I come home from work. And... I'm looking forward to springtime when the clocks go forward again. And uh, we can enjoy the sun a bit more. I don't think I've got that seasonal disorder or whatever it is. But, I, it, yeah, I don't need retinas. I should really apply to have some more. I'd like to have spare ones in a jar. You know, for when I really need them the most. That'd be great. I'd really appreciate some extra retinas. Because, God damn you, sun. Anyway, it's quite bluey. I have nothing more to say about the sun to you. And the paper's shit as well. <laughs> so, where I work, quite often in the high street, there are buskers. I like a busker. I like a good busker. I like people who are just singing with a guitar and you, they play along, there's no backing track. But some of them take the mickey a bit. But some of them are genuinely, genuinely talented. So every Christmas, there is, uh, near where I work, there, there are these two fellas who play accordions. Sounds crazy. But they play Christmas songs, but so upbeat, even Silent Night, they play about three times as quickly as it should, but they play upbeat. Whether it's a different key, I'm not. I, I mean, I love listening to music, but I don't understand the the science behind music. Whether it's tone, whether it's the writing of it, uh, yeah, that's baffled me for many a time. Whether it's different, it could be a different key, but they played these songs, and you just want to dance, man. And I, I mean, I construct my funky stuff with the best of them, but. Maybe it's not ideal on a crowded street of people who don't give a shit. But then, why should they give a shit? They don't know me. They won't care if I dance like an absolute tit. I should have done it. Maybe I should have done. Maybe it's my own self-confidence and anxiety that's holding me back. Anyway, I digress because I do not want to pull at that thread in this episode about self-confidence and stuff like that. But buskers, okay. So there's a few in the high street that near where I work that are, are really good. The accordion guys, superb. I love love it when they come back every Christmas. 
There's a few that aren't as good. They try, and some of them are exceptional. There's a fellow who turns up in a, in a tailcoat with a violin. It, it, it's a bit painful to the old eardrums, and I can't hear out of one ear anyway, but I think if I stand clo- too close to him for too long, the other one will pop its clogs as well. But they're trying. They're trying to make a living, and I appreciate what they're doing. You know, It's not easy for anyone at the moment. And then, see now with randomizers now, I'm trying to get out there a bit more on TikTok, on um, Instagram, you know, that sort of thing. I'm trying to understand it a bit more. And I'm getting there. But my aim with that is to send out duets or stitches or whatever of topics that I'm ranting about. Now, I was looking at this on TikTok about buskers. And oh, my God. The level of abuse they get. They are trying to earn a living, but again, a bit of extra money. You don't need old Tony Tory going up and saying, I'm giving you this money for you to stop. That is a, that is a, a, a dick move, Tony. And people will go up and say, just, just shush. Well, no. There's For every one person who's acting like a dick going up to you, there's probably ten people who are enjoying it. Ten people who put money in the guitar case or the hat or whatever's at the front. They're buying their CDs, buying their vinyls. This is not more on of the week, by the way, at the moment. I'm going to get to that later on. But people who give buskers abuse should be ashamed. All right, some of them may sound like a, a cat going through a mangle. God knows that's how I dry mine out. But why do you need to be so horrible? Why is that the general nature of humans as we know at the moment? It is ridiculous. If you don't like it, ignore it. And you're just showing yourself as pretentious pricks by acting like that in front of these people. Now, I'm one of, I can easily say, like the violin player, I could say, to me, he's not very good. He might he might be actually up there, you know, in above average. I couldn't play a violin like that. So I have to give him kudos. Big time kudos. It's not for me to decide that he's rubbish. He's there earning money when times are fucking awful at the moment. So give him his credit. Give him his due. There's no need to stand up to buskers and do it like that. But also I'm seeing some videos of there being infighting in the busker community. People taking people's spot. I appreciate there's spots on certain streets that you, you I assume you book times for. You, you, know, you pay for a spot. And you share it between some of the other people. You go on certain days, whatever. You can't just rock up and do it. And, you know, there's people saying, oh, this guy's a busker video saying, this guy's the most talentless busker in wherever it was I saw. Wolverhampton. Yeah. Sorry for anyone who lives in Wolverhampton, but this is where I saw the TikTok from. But then again, listening to him, he didn't say, I mean, he sang a lot better than I did. And he's been called out for using a backing track. Again, that's okay. Not every busker can play a guitar. But quite a lot of people can sing. People need backing tracks. I'm not against it. I, I personally prefer people who are there playing a guitar live. That's just me. But if you're a talented singer and you can't play guitar, because yeah, not everyone can, again, I have much respect for buskers. I have no respect for people who just hurl abuse and act like utter idiots quite frankly uh, around them 
It makes zero sense to me. Zero. Okay, so I've got two rounds off my chest already. That feels good. That feels good. I'm back in the zone a little bit for this now. And it's going all right. So I move on to Moron of the Week. Cue Jingle. Okay, now I read a lot of news articles online and I, tend, I don't tend to watch the news anymore. I do read it more online and I see it on you know, social medias and, and various places like that. But one article caught my eye for the wrong reasons this week. Uh, and I found it on the BBC website. And it's to do with our moron of the week, who is a gentleman by the name of Sir Howard Davis. Now, the fact he's a sir already makes me think eh, he's a bit of a knob. And in reading it, I uh, I absolutely agree that um, he is a knob. <laughs> so he's Sir Howard Davis, and he is a banker. That's right. I said that begin with a B. He's one of the other ones as well, begin with a W. But I'm going to sit with a B. So he hasn't. What has he done to earn that knighthood? Really, not much. So Howard Davis is sorry, Sir Howard Davis. Apologies to all knights. Is the chairman of NatWest Bank. Now I should say it all while I'm going to say, yeah, that he's more on of the week. So he's come out to say that he believes it is not currently that difficult for people to get on the housing ladder and to buy a house. That's bullshit. Considering what society in this country is going through at the moment, in terms of some people can't even afford a loaf of bread because the price is going crazy, or tanks of petrol, or whatever, for someone who's probably sat on a vault of millions and millions and millions of pounds at the head of a multi-international banking corporation... And he said, people have always had to save for a deposit, but admitted they have to save more today. No shit. Warning of easy access to credit. All right. Government have, you know, government have brought out low deposit schemes and shared ownership and all this sort of stuff. But for him to say it's, it's easy to get on the ladder or easy to you know, buy another house, it's so wrong. It's so wrong. And, I mean, he said these comments on the Today programme on Radio 4. Uh, and people immediately came back to say that he was out of touch with reality. People have to save for for years. I mean, literally years and years and years. It took me, a, a, you know, a long time. I mean, to get any form of deposit, it's, it's, quite, it's not easy. And there's so many... Legal loopholes, and the, the a word I, I hate when it comes to buying house and mortgages is, is affordability. Now, some people can be in sort of financial issues, and whether it's credit cards, loans, whatever, but every month they meet the bills with, 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 with extra income at the end of the month for extra bits. But if you try and borrow more, or you try and apply for a mortgage, credit card, loan, whatever... They say no, because a computer says no. And it's the people that run these banks that 
are turning around to people saying, no, we're going to decline you because we don't think that in five years you're going to be able to afford this. How the fuck can they know that and judge that? To me, that seems brutally unfair. I mean, you've got people who are earning reasonable, you know, reasonable wages and and running reasonable lives and making ends meet with extra funds to say no. How is that easy to be part of the housing market? And people are turning that way now because, you know, with rent going up, bills going up, landlord fees going up, estate agent fees going up, management fees going up. How can anyone get on any sort of ladder? You know, rental or, or buying. It makes zero sense. It's fine for old Sir Howard up there in his ivory tower to say, oh, it's fine. But when, I mean, I've seen stats here, the average price of a UK property currently £287,105. And that's according to figures from, from Halifax at the moment. And at the moment, to get a mortgage, you'd have to have at least a 10% deposit. I mean, that's, that's, that's the best part of 30 grand. Now, no one's really justifiable. If you're on minimum wage or a low wage... You're never going to get that sort of money. Never. And then for people to say, oh, you just save a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. When we're paying ridiculous money for utilities and for food. Yeah, we'll just save a little bit more. It's fine. We just won't eat. And that's that's what people have come to. People come to not eating because they're trying to save for a better life. How I just don't get how that's fair. And it bugs the shit out of me that these people who run banks can sit there and honestly say, eh, that's right. Oh, sorry, I'll just pull more money out of my arse, will I? I'll just go out to my money tree and prune it this year, see what I get. Oh, baffles me. Winds me the fuck up. So, more of the week is Sir Howard Dickheadery, whatever he is to do with NatWest. Oh, I'm angry to my core. <laughs> there is a core in there somewhere <laughs> underneath all the mounds of blubber like some sort of angry whale oh sorry pig's bladders that's going to be your artwork that's definitely going to be your artwork me as an angry whale oh dear oh dear 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 anyway I need to talk about something different because bankers wankers not happy breathe I've been waiting for that one I didn't want to do that one in the first episode back because I knew it would wind me up and I thought the first episode I just want to be light just want to be light be absolutely fine so something different totally different from bankers squash now people think it all oh, Ben said a naughty word there that'll turn up on the uh, Morty and Fitch show's word of the week squash it could do. In all honesty, it could do. I'm talking about the fruit-based drink. Now, I've seen a lot of people saying, if you're over the age of eight, you're not allowed to drink squash. Why? Sorry. Water is boring, and you shouldn't drink lots of fizzy shit. What's wrong with squash? I, drink, I always have the no added sugar stuff anyway, and water is boring. I do drink water, but it is quite boring. So squash. 
I want to start a petition for squash or cordial or whatever you want to call it that there should be a universal strength. I don't need to buy three bottles of squash to have one single concentrate, one double concentrate, one quadruple concentrate. I get it that they're trying to shrink the bottles and have less plastic. I'm cool with that. But my brain is addled at the best of times. And I don't want to be used to drinking quadruple drink strength blah, 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 quadruple strength squash. And then all of a sudden I pick up a double strength and I'm thinking, this is weak as Nat's piss. Why am I drinking this? I need a universal supermarkets, Robinsons, you know, people like that. I'm talking to you. Let's have a universal measurement of squash strength, please. I'm not down with any of that. I'm like, well, I am down with that. I'm not down with different levels is what I mean. Yeah. Because, and again, the other way around, if I'm used to single strength and then I get quadruple strength, it feels like my tongue is burning off. And that's not a good feeling. That's not a good feeling. I was going to say I like my tongue, but... Hmm. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, that's going to get comments as well. So, yeah, squash. I need a universal measurement, please. Now, my final rant of this episode is something that's come up in conversations with some of our Twitter circle that we have. And it's been featured on other shows. It's been featured on the Morty and Fit show, which if you haven't checked it out before, uh, well done. Uh, but, but but do, because it's a, it's a good laugh and it's Morty and Fitch paved the way for Rantomeisters. So I have to give them credit and I have to give them shout outs. I'm contractually obliged as part of the Ben's Word of the Week deal on that show. But do check it out. My last rant for this episode is cat cafes. Now, I hate cats. I'm a dog person. As everyone knows, I have a dog. I do not like cats. How the hell is cat cafes a thing? I, 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 I don't get it. In the world of you know post-COVID, where sanitation is everything, why would you want cats right next to your food? Now, for people who own cats, fine, fine. But do you really want them lying next to you during, during dinner? No. No, I do not. You don't want... You, you don't want your moggy in your meatballs, do you? I was going to say something else there, which you probably knew, but... Um, yeah. Pussy pasta. Anyway, this is, but this is the bad brain. This is the bad brain from the last episode when we trying to pick up the, the, uh, the little lady. Uh, I just... I don't know why you'd want a cat rolling around in your dinner. I mean, it's bad enough when I have my dinner and my dog is sat there sort of looking at me and drooling. That's bad enough. But on the table or next to the table, and I walked, there's one open in the town where I live, and I walked past it the other day. I said, we're fully booked. Fully booked? I mean, there are so many mad people around. But oh, We'll go out for dinner tonight, love. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Where should we go? Should we go to Pizza Express? Should we go to a fancy restaurant? Nah. Let's go and sit and eat our dinner whilst swathed in cats. 
Yeah, because that makes fucking sense. As cats, as I say, are, are pets. People have pets. I know. If you have a pet cat and you love them, brilliant. But don't make a business out of having cats next to food. They're going to scratch your face off and take your face off like they did in that film. Face off. <laughs> I don't see the appeal. And if I ever went to somewhere, like, which I wouldn't, but I know I'm going to get the one cat that's mangy as fuck, covered in ticks, and I'm going to have I'm going to have a flea in my soup. And people are trying to defend it. I said, well, yeah, the food comes out under cloches. Yeah, there's a word for you. And to, you know, to, for sanitation. Sorry, but there's going to be cat shit around there somewhere. Or there's going, to be a lit there's going to be a litter tray next to the oven. I don't get it. I, 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 now, on the flip side, when we bought our dog, my wife, my wife, my wife, my wife she was at work and there was a door that said uh, staff therapy session and she thought oh my god but someone came out and uh well my, my wife was getting a coffee and said there's puppies in there so it was that sort of therapy and my wife went in because you know puppies cute and that's when she found our dog and she phoned me to say <coughs> we're buying a puppy I thought okay we were looking for a puppy at the time I get that appeal that sort of session but not while you're eating I know that it happens with dogs or dog therapy and whatever but not while you're eating I like my food cat free thank you very much and on that bombshell I'm going to end the rants for this episode Cats have irritated me. Bankers have irritated me. Squash has irritated me. The sun has irritated me. And people abusing buskers have irritated me. If any of those things do irritate you, please let me know. Please let me know I'm not alone in my ridiculousness of this rantiverse. I know in, in, in the past people have said, yeah, I, I stand by those comments. I know people love cats. I don't love cats in food. That, that is it. That's where I stand on that. Please let me know. I'd be interested to know opinions. So, you can find... Uh, you can tweet the show. You can find the show on all your social media networks at Rantomeisters. Please get in touch. I'm getting the Instagram and TikTok back off the ground. Just to have some madness. I want to say big thank you to Mr. Dan Griffin for providing the voice for our more of the week jingle and I thank pig's bladders for his artwork on the previous episode it may well be artwork on this episode as well i don't know i'm learning from him though uh, he's like my 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 photoshop yoda so i'm trying my best on that uh, and you can find me at largely speaking on twitter because i can say it now i can say a handle oh i'm so pleased I'm so pleased. But there are plenty of witticisms on my Twitter account as well. So please do get in touch. Um, send us your rants to any of the social media platforms. You can email uh, any notes, any voice notes to randomizers at gmail.com. As always, it has been an incredible pleasure to be here talking to you. Thank you all so much for listening. And I will see you on the next episode.